had. He did not have access. Okay. Uh, D money need that access boy with an I request. I hope it gets approved. That's the thing, though. They're not coming to me. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem we're dealing with right now. God, who? I just said some inappropriate stuff to I don't know who then. Okay. I'm not. I don't know where that uh, request went. (laughs) Oh, well. That left your eyes. It went somewhere, but I don't know where. Yep. To the ether. Hello and welcome to the VG Weekly Roundup, you know, one unranked weekly video game podcast every Tuesday at 9.30ish p.m. Central Time and Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Time. We come to you live for our collection of the week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and what we've been playing right here at twitch.tv slash closp. That's twitch.tv slash closp. Please remember, Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free month of Twitch sub for any channel. We'd love to be that channel for you, but if not, you know, that's okay. That's okay. You can still support us by liking, rating, sharing, following the podcast all over your favorite podcast services. We're talking Google Podcasts, we're talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, 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 many more. No, 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 no. I, I mean it really. It's gotten to a point now that you cannot swing a stick without hitting a tree that drops one of our episodes. Like, I, th- I think we just got approved for, like, possibly being on, like, 20 more places. Places I, ne- I don't even know it exists. Like, some of the places sound made up. Like, who's watching Who's watching podcasts so many places? I'd look up a name right now, but I'm, like, dead tired. I just saw Wakanda Forever, and let me tell you, my emotions are drained. Um, also, uh, right, as well, all, all, I disappeared for a second there. Woo! Okay, all on the VG Weekly Roundup. And you can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at VG Weeb Weekly. Really, folks, I mean it. With the way that Twitter's imploding, we'll talk about that later. Uh, follow us, support us, share us. Radius, like, just, just actually commit to us, please. Please. It means the world, you know? <laughs> give your money. Just give us your attention. Anyway, I'm your host, GLSP. You can call him P. As always, I am joined this lovely Thursday by the resident speedrunner and wannabe game dev, minus of at minus 27 on Twitch. Yep, yep. It's good to be back and talking about video games. So many games. So many, so many games. games. Oh my god, so many games. Too I many. just I found out yesterday at Somerville again. I've been waiting like two years to play. Yeah, it's coming out next week. I don't know how that uh, happened. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. And so much. I mean, we had with all the stuff that had come out, uh, and then within the last Three days by themselves, Frontiers and God of War came out. Um, just in a two, three day span. So isn't Pokemon next week too? Oh my God, it is. It's really soon. Oh God, I still got to go play my JRPGs. I haven't played the new Star Ocean yet because I'm waiting for Black Friday when I buy my new monitor so I can have it on like the best monitor possible for PC gaming. Um, but. God, it's just so much. It's just so mm. much. Anyway, this week we got for you stories on PlayStation losing subscribers. Xbox finally having some profits when it comes to Game Pass. And 
we will, of course, like everybody else in the world, having to say some kind of mention on everything happening on Twitter. But before we get to all that, we ask the question we always ask. Minus, what have you been playing? A lot, honestly. I've been playing a lot lately, and it was kind of hard to narrow this down for me, but I decided um, with God of War freshly out and ongoing, I'm going to talk about what I was playing right before it came out and I'm still playing, which is uh, Persona 5 Royal. I've never played it before. I never played it. In, the game came out, for those who don't know, for any particular reason, the game originally came out, uh, the list of initial reasons, I see, I think it's October 31st, 2019. Um, that's that's when the royal came out. I think. No, I was gonna say I, I don't know. That's when the royal came out. Yeah, okay, that's when royal came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so royal came out then. So I'm sure the the original version of it came out well before that. But 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 anyway, so uh, royal came out back then, and then it actually dropped on Xbox Game Pass October 21st of this year. So uh, that's when I finally picked it up and decided, you know what, I'll jump into this and. Uh, just a high level for anyone who, for some reason, doesn't know the premise yet. Um, the game has you forced to train. It's a you play this protagonist, a high school kid in Japan who's forced to transfer to a high school in Tokyo. Um, you and your goal of quote unquote rehabilitation uh, looming overhead. You must save others from distorted desires by donning the mask of a phantom thief. So you and a group of other kids uh, take on those mean old adults um and steal their hearts and make them uh say sorry for their crimes and stuff like that so that's a really really poor explanation of a very dense game uh that i am very freshly into and i started playing i feel like I'm about 20 or so hours into the game i feel like that's right uh and i'm probably not even a fraction of the way through it so there's just so much game to be played um and uh admittedly although it's my first time playing i actually am playing through like a spoiler free guide just to help me like not have to think too much about the day-to-day aspect of how to play because you play in days where you take a, a a collection of actions that move time forward and then the next day goes and so part of the game is time management and understanding what you want to do so you can move some stats up or some confidant levels, things like that. Like it's all decision-based in between key story points. So there's a lot of time management in the game. And since I didn't want to have to think much about that and so I could enjoy the story, I am using a spoiler-free guide so that I can go through that without having to give it too much thought. Um, Even so with that, I'm having a blast with it. It's uh, the, the, the voice acting is really good. Um, uh, of course the the visuals and the music is amazing. I, I probably don't need to preach that anymore. The game has been around so long and everyone and like who plays it just loves it. So um I nice. have been having a blast with it, and I'd probably still be playing it constantly if God of War hadn't come out. But uh, that's what I'm playing now, which I guess the next time we meet is probably what I'll talk about then. Like, I want to ask for the guide you're uh, using, is it you said it's spoiler free, but is a is it a hundred percent guide? So it is a what? Let me see. I actually still have it pulled up. I don't close it ever. I that it's was just, me. Don't do yeah, it. I did it once, and then never found this one I was using back again. Yeah. That's how my dates got switched up. Let me see. I'm on June sixth right now. It looks like uh, this is a hundred percent completion walkthrough. Yep. 
uh, they they have some notes that say that they're because this one seems to tackle like trying to get all like the from a PlayStation perspective, the trophies. So getting yeah. all of the achievements, but they have caveats to say like this one's not going to cover like uh, it's a it's a um, it's a it's a platonic playthrough. So not oh, specifically okay. romancing anybody. So it tells you like at the beginning, like, hey, if you're going to romance, if you have some extra time, if you get ahead on something, you can do that and then reload. But uh, otherwise, they're not really like pushing that part. Uh, and okay. and also there are some thieves den stuff they won't cover. But the rest of it, like the main game and playthrough, it says 100 percent completion guide. So okay. that's what I'm following right now. This one particularly is the gamers, the gamer.com. They have their hundred percent completion walkthrough that I've been using and it's work really well. They just give me like a checklist of things to do in order for the day. And I do it and it's been good. That's fair. That's fair. Like when I was playing, I got to, uh, I'd say fairly late in the game, like base game. Um, I was at uh, the redhead. I forget her name now already. Oh god, the original redhead, the the younger uh, one. like oh. like the the younger like a uh, first year student. Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember either. She's yeah. on the screen in the trailer, but I can't remember her name. No, not her. She's that's the new character. There was uh the first. Yeah, there we go. She was on the screen just now. Um, but I forgot her. why I can't remember her name. It's my favorite character in the game. Holy shit. Uh, I'm gone. Anyway, um, so I got to her palace, and let me tell you, I I envy you so fucking much, because my entire reason I didn't finish my Persona uh Royal uh run through was because of the fact I heard it coming to PC. I was like, oh, I want to play this game sixty frames per second. I want to get like mods for ultra wide and all that. Like, I want all that. So I'm gonna stop here and wait. I'm gonna wait. I don't want to because I'm never gonna play the game again. It's just too damn long. Um, I never want a Persona game stuck behind the PlayStation paywall again. Because let me tell you something. Uh, I mentioned this in the last episode. Uh, I've been playing this uh, RPG during the break called uh, Dungeon of Noble Heck. Uh, Or Noble. It's a really weird fucking name. Uh, No no Hockey? Something. It's French. I don't know. They're stupid. Um, They're stupid and they forget that black people exist. Uh, More on Uh, that in the last episode. Anyway, um, I was playing on my Xbox for like the longest time. This originally came out on like the PS4, Xbox um, One era, so you know it was still 30 frames. Didn't perform the greatest, whatever, but it was it was, it was so fun that I didn't walk away. I spent like 80 hours into it, and I was like, well, okay, it's time I stop and get to work on certain things during the break. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna let that go. Um, I'm on my computer one night. I was like, you know, just just for the hell of it. I'm going to I'm going to load it up. I'm going to load it up and on my PC and we'll see how it looks. And you know what? One, it looks better, of course. Two, it has native full ultra wide support. <laughs> and then the reason why I never want a a giant RPG stuck behind the PlayStation banner again. Um So you know how Xbox has smart delivery, right? Uh, meaning, what does that mean? Uh, what do you mean? If, if you buy it on PC or you bought it on Xbox, you buy it everywhere. It has the Microsoft Store. Right. So you buy both versions. Um, right. 
another key factor in that? It syncs your cloud memory of the game. Oh, yes. So, you could jump between your PC or your Series S or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I had this from the beginning, just, oh, it was console exclusive, but it was on both Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. When it came out on PC, I could have literally just picked up where I left off of all the improvements already there. <laughs> because smart delivery just fucking works and whatever Sony's doing just fucking doesn't as we'll find out in the next story but and, and, some, and something else I learned too and I know this is deviating just a little bit but something else on top of that is I didn't realize how much like the Steam Deck uh, actually supports and works with uh, yeah. Xbox app right and the Game Pass yep. um, so yep. I just about in every place my body might be in the house, I could be playing my game. Yup. Um, so that might be a good segue then to talk about just to end it off Persona 5 having a blast with it, my first playthrough. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. But so far, I'm just loving it. Characters are awesome. The voice acting is amazing. The music is it's it's I I can't get enough of it's so great that is literally accessible everywhere. Because of PC and Microsoft. And let's talk more about how that doesn't happen everywhere. Yes, let's let's do that. Let's talk about our first story. PlayStation Plus has lost nearly 2 million subscribers since it's revamped. This is Andy Robinson at VGC. PlayStation Plus subscribers have dropped by nearly 2 million users since the revamped service launched in June. Uh, That is according to... Uh, sorry, as according to Sony's latest subscriber estimates, which were published on Tuesday as part of its uh, fiscal year 2022 quarter two financial results. And this is actually coming back from this. Everyone knows the first the first of, of November. Despite the revamp, PlayStation Plus subs declined for the third quarter in a row. The total number of subscribers stood at 45.3 million for the three months. And it's, oh, hold on, the total number of subscribers stood at 45.4 million for the three months ended September 30th, 2022. That's a weird sentence. That, does that sound weird to you, too? I, I think ending may have been more clear. But, uh, yeah, basically mm. just saying that they've dropped almost okay. 2 million subscribers in that quarter. Yeah, down from 47.3 million in the previous quarter. Okay. And PlayStation Network Monthly active users, MAUs, were also down during the three-month period uh, at 102 million, a decline from 104 million a year earlier, and 103 million in previous quarter. This appears to be Sony's lowest MAU figure since it began reporting this data in early 2020. However, despite the decline in subscribers, Sony's network service revenue, which encompasses PS Plus and advertising, but not not game purchases or add-on content, actually increases by 10% from 106 billion yen to 116 billion yen, which represents its best performance to date for a quarter. That means Sony's gaming division is making more money for a subscriber than it was before, potentially reflecting the uptake of the more expensive subscription tiers introduced by PlayStation Plus. Asked about the decline in an earnings call on Tuesday, transcribed by VGC, Sony CFO uh, Hiroki uh, Totoki 
blamed declining third-party games and PlayStation 4 sales and more people going outdoors. Executives said he expects subscriber numbers to recover during the company's next quarter, partly due to the impact of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and God of War Ragnarok. There have been a declining number of members of PlayStation Plus, he said. However, in the second quarter, we renewed our services, and there hasn't been a great momentum as a whole. Also, we don't make aggressive promotions during the second quarter. Therefore, in the future, we're going to have more penetration on PS5, and we are going to have very good titles. In addition, we are able to make better promotions, and we think we are able to recover. He added in a reply to another investor about the PlayStation Plus figures, more people are now going outdoors, and we have yet to get out of the negative cycles. PS4 and third-party uh, software sales have also been rather sluggish. Sales of catalog titles have been have also been declining. Against that, PS5 engagement is quite high, so in quarter three, we expect some recovery. We have strong titles from first-party, and we have some seasonal effects, so in quarter three, we can see some recovery from the downturn trend. That's our expectation. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, they don't give people better deals, so it makes sense they're making more money per user because there's less deals to take advantage of. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a concerning thing to hear. You know, it. it w- w- it's just reality, I suppose. You hear them say like some of that stuff, some of the deals and some of the pricing, like the 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 uh, subscription tiers and all that stuff. So you hear some of that stuff, a percentage, a fraction, like a, like a small percentage of people kind of flake off, but they still make more money kind of showing that such a decision was, in fact, a good business one, mm-hmm. um, which, as we're going to talk about soon, probably helps their competitors realize that, hey, maybe that's maybe that's an OK thing to do. Maybe that's something we should look into. Um, but I mean, that that is the way the world goes. I was trying to look to see why they perhaps thought that some of like the 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 first party titles that were coming in might help them with some of this stuff, at least from a PS Plus perspective, because I don't know what like God of War, for example. Yeah, uh, has to do with their PS Plus subscriptions because it, there's no really direct support between PS Plus and God of War, nor is God of War available on their on that system for just like downloading. Right, they just have to buy the game. Yeah, like, so I don't actually know how that correlates too well, but maybe they're I mean, just I, thinking I, I they'll really, have people on that it, homepage. I, I guess like because they're using the machine, they think people will be like, oh yeah. I guess I'll just up my PS Plus. Like, they're they're lucky that I had hmm. my year on a renewal because otherwise, I would have forgotten to renew my PlayStation Plus. That's how little I fucking use it at this at this point. Um, yeah, I'm kind of there with you. Like, I wonder if I still have it. I should check uh, it out. I only know I have it because of the fact that I added the free games this month, which was like, okay, cool. I guess I have that, but like, I don't, I don't really use it anymore. I rarely use my my PS5. I I think I use my PS5 for like the recent demos of games I absolutely am going to buy on PC instead. Um <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like I mean there's still again, the, even with the even with their positive of like we make more money per user, like I was saying in the beginning like I mean, yeah, that's how math works because 
you don't have as many deals. So if anyone wants to commit to your ecosystem, they have to pay more. And I mean, okay, I guess it's just a matter of like, well, if that's working out for you, great. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't, I don't, I, I think it's a little too early to tell if it's really a good or a bad thing necessarily. But I think it's, I think it's mm -hmm. a hell of a thing when it, it's PlayStation. Like they're streaming, they're, 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 um, not even streaming. Their their um, their online service should be crushing the competition. Like they have so many good games, and yet, like they had to get off of it to talk about their first party titles, and how the fact that they make money more money per person because the service just isn't really popping. It keeps going down more and more and more. Like when it first came out. I admit that I bought Apis Game. I, I kept thinking to myself, like, oh, I'm just going to buy a year and have it, and we'll see what becomes of that. And I, when it came, the day it came out, I looked at it, and I was just like, oh, you can buy the PS1 games separately? Let me give $10 for Ape Escape for, like, an hour, and that was it. I left. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, it's... I it's going to be interesting to see these numbers in a year. Because, yeah, everyone's talking about God of War right now, and that, that's cool. Like, more... Uh, like if you're if you're playing God of War and you're enjoying it, you know, like I'm not trying to be a hater. Um, good luck to you. I hope you enjoy. It. I hope it's everything you want to be. Uh, seems to be doing really really well. Uh, I'm still over here just trying to get any kind of playtime in on Sonic Frontiers since it launched on Tuesday, and it hasn't happened yet. But mm -hmm. like I don't know, like it'll it'll be interesting to see these numbers in years. I just I don't know. I don't know what their plan is anymore. You know, like I just don't know how they're gonna make me give them money i'm not sure yet either our our ecosystem is is uh we're, we're it's, it's it's evolving right now we're, yeah. we're in the midst of something so more yeah you're right more to come on that this just comes off to me as like hey we had some losses but don't worry stakeholders we're still actually making money and we're actually do we actually had a, a plus year because of this so no worries. And that's kind of this. That's that's the narrative. So we're just going to sit here and go, OK, I mean, if you say so, it, you're right. You're making money. So who am I to say? Right. Um, investors are getting their investment back. So, yeah. So I guess we will just watch and see. Um, yeah, we'll see if the two million because well, when you when you look at the total numbers, forty five million losing 2 million is a is kind of a, a small yeah. little shave off to the side. So you look at that and you're like, okay, well that number out of context may sound like a lot, but in context isn't as damaging as it sounds. Yeah. Um like but the bigger but it number could is be, still Yeah, it could be a it could be a sign or it could be nothing. I guess we'll see. Yeah, like I it'll be interesting like I said, I'm interested to see this in a year when those subscriptions that people who jumped on for the year itself because of the hype are they coming back for a second year? That's a good point. That's a good point. I doubt their report. I doubt their reporting. Whatever they're using for these numbers, I doubt it accounts for stuff yeah. like that. I wouldn't imagine it would. Why would they? So you're right. As these, because I mean, you and I both do it. We both could do just annual purchase. Why do I want to yeah. buy every month? No, like, just what? give me the year. It's fine. Just, I'll take the deal. Yeah, just take the fucking money right now. Don't bother me for a year. It's fine. I'll save up yeah. for the this time next year. So it'll like, be interesting to see over the next year. You're right. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, that's something I just want to see. I yeah. still remember everyone who bought. Also, no, it's even then, this is accounting with the fact that 
for those who are in the know, how many people cheesed the system to get so many years of this service at like almost half price because of the the um the year long subscriber numbers for that deal that happened before the turnover where like you could buy a year that'll be converted over and they had like a massive deal going on hmm. so it might it might might not, not i don't want to overestimate the the number of people who are like you know the core core audience really paying in all this to the mass levels um but there's a number of people who just they're not going to actively pay for this again possibly for some years because they had that whole scum the system moment before the service launched yeah anyway that's sony that's sony so the other side of the ocean yeah we'll shift over to talking about xbox um so let's see phil spencer xbox game pass is profitable but growth slowing hence at price increases this is a cat bailey over at ign xbox game pass is profitable phil spencer says comprising rough around 10 to 15 percent of microsoft's gaming revenue however growth is slowing and price increases may be on the way in a wall street journal live segment reported on by journalist tom warren spencer shed more light on the subscription service and said that it is currently profitable however game pass may be reaching a saturation point with users we're seeing incredible growth incredible we're seeing incredible growth on pc on console we've seen growth slow down mainly because at some point you've reached everybody on console that wants to subscribe spencer said Spencer also hinted at possible price increases, whether on Xbox Game Pass or on the consoles themselves. While Sony recently raised prices on the PS5 in many territories, Xbox has held back from following suit. In a quote, I do think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things. But going into this holiday, we thought it was important to maintain the prices, Spencer said. We've held on our console. We've held on the price of the games and our subscription. I don't think we'll be able to do that forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise some prices on certain things. Spencer's quotes were part of a wide ranging discussion with topics, including the future of call of duty and the metaverse. It follows Microsoft's recent earnings reports, which show Xbox report healthy sales, despite supply chain issues. Xbox has mostly declined to reveal subscription numbers or revenue from the service, but some outlets have reported that could be as much as $3 billion. All of this is against the backdrop of Xbox's ongoing attempt to push its Activision Blizzard deal through various regulatory bodies around the world, most notably the United Kingdom's Competition and Markets Authority, or CMA. If it goes through, it's expected to go through sometime in 2023. Um, I was hinting at this particular story we're going to talk to in the previous one, showing that that's what like they're doing. They're kind of watching Sony and saying, "Okay, Sony's increasing prices here. They're seeing a little dip, but they're still showing profit in it, like uh, an upward flow of profit. So, I mean, I think Spencer's being pretty transparent about it. I do expect to see increase in prices, although where is a good question? I would not be surprised to see an increase in, in subscription costs by like two to five bucks in the next year. Yeah. 
Like, it'll be interesting to see how they go, because if it does happen, I mean, it, it's going to happen. It's The, the, deal, the deal's going to yeah. go through. Like, the deal's yeah. going to go through, folks. Um, Even if they do raise prices, even if it's significant, that deal itself could make it either be the last, quote-unquote, price increase um, for, like, maybe... I don't like Mike Blizzard Activision. That's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. I think I I could be wrong. I opened that that door absolutely. Um, I could see a world that buys them a decade. I could see a world that buys them a decade of no price increases, just from sheer uh, profit sharing of how many things they own. That is an entire decade of uh, enjoyers like players of games. Who will know like, oh, this is what Xbox have, this is the ecosystem I'm in, this is how I want to play things. Like just being used to that, like that's how it works, and never seeing the amount of money they're being asked to give go up. That's it's it's like, a little scary, honestly. Yeah. Uh, like that, from like just that's... a market standpoint. Yeah. To you see Sony bringing up their prices, and if Xbox doesn't have to follow suit. I mean, the average consumer is gonna be able to once again ask the question, like, why would I Sony? Yeah. Why why would I do that? Yeah. Cuz it really is a matter of like okay, do you want to be a Sony person? Do you want to get like the first parties constantly? Okay, that makes sense. But Sony mm-hmm. is in the middle right now of doing a transition where they're trying to bring over a lot of their games over to PC as well. In ways they are, I wouldn't say with the same mindset because well, physically speaking, they don't have enough money to. They are moving to uh a likewise deal or a system of how they release their games that is similar to Microsoft. Like, they're going to PC, and they're going with a monthly service that offers a catalog of games. Like, yeah, like God of War does amazing. Awesome. How long is it going to be that that one game, that one hmm. thing, God of War, is like God of War and, uh, like, earlier in the year was what, Horizon? But Horizon, like, fell yeah, off. Yeah, Horizon. And... Yeah. Yeah, well, no, that that's that's what we'll focus on. I know Modern Warfare is also a talk, but ignoring that one, yeah, those are the two. Modern Warfare, though, but eventually, eventually, they're gonna have some kind of loss on because of that deal going through. So it's really a matter of like when when the people behind uh, PlayStation said they can't afford to put first party games on the streaming service. That was one of the things like I didn't really drag them for it because I believe them. Sony is not that big in comparison to Microsoft, um, like in reality. So I, I do actually, to a certain point, believe that they, if they did put their first party games as part of their monthly service, that would make a dip in their quality. I, I can believe that. I honestly could. Um, that's not the position that they're in, in reality, in my opinion, at least. So it's like, it's a real thing of like, okay, um... Microsoft now has their foot on the ground of like when this all goes through, that's it. That's just the entire wing of their company that they just need to fine tune on there, uh, and they'll be comfortable. And they can as as they're comfortable, they're still one of the biggest companies in the world that can expand more so. That can buy more so. Even then, let's say Game Pass doesn't have an increase, they could also introduce into Game Pass then a tier system of what do you want to do. Do you want just Activision Blizzard tier? Do you want e- uh, EA tier? Do you want indie uh, tier? Like, okay. Vomit. Yeah. Like, 
if it's just an indie tier, like I would be down with that. And then maybe so often I do pay for one of the other tiers. I I could see a world like that. I could like, um, they've already kind of got it right. The, the PC tier essentially is separate. You yeah. could have game pass on just your console and pay less money. I think no, doing... you, can, you, you can have a uh, game pass on just your PC. On just your PC. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. No, uh, the, console, the console is everything. Okay. But even then, well, that's another big thing of like, yeah. now with like uh, the Switch, many people, at least in the, you know, the more dedicated gaming media space, they're not talking about the Switches anymore. They're talking about their Steam decks. They're talking about how much they love their Steam decks, how much they want to buy it. I didn't buy one myself, but I will buy the newer iteration that have more space on there, absolutely, at some point in the future. At which point I have a handheld there that is also for my PC. So at what point I'm always going to buy a Nintendo hardware because of the fact that I like Nintendo games. At what point do I just do I just not care about the Sony stuff anymore? Like God of War doesn't speak to me. I'll play it. I'll enjoy it. Sure, but not really speaking to me. I I did. I am someone that since now I since I have been with Game Pass, it has restoked that feeling in me of like, oh yeah, I'm someone that enjoys playing a like shit ton of different games even if that's the big thing i don't care about waiting for god of war i don't care i don't care about waiting for horizon like i'll play spider-man when it comes out sure but outside of that i don't know what the next big sony exclusive is that i really give a shit about spider-man and wolverine that's both in zombie like outside of them who's got <laughs> me there you know like yeah and, and on my side i mean i'm like i am like wrist deep in god of war right now um replaying the old one and now playing this one which i'm an absolute fan of but i'm in the same boat as you at the same time right like i'm playing through this not really thinking about it but sitting here not playing at the moment i'm like what's after that yeah nothing i'm gonna i'm I'm, once i'm finally done playing that game i'm going to plug my controller in set it down and then the device will continue to capture like catch dust for me as i move back to Probably my PC to play more games. Yeah, right. And even then, like I just said, I don't, I don't want my long end of games to be on PlayStation anymore because I don't want to have this situation with Persona again. Like I didn't, I didn't even think about the fact that my saves would transfer over until that one night. Now I'm just like, oh right, this is just a thing. Buying yeah, here those... just makes yeah. sense. Right, exactly. It's one of those no brainer moments. You're like, wait. Kind of duh, right? Like this is this is this is kind of a thing that I'm surprised I didn't already kind of expect them to do this. Like seeing it feels nice, but and, also I feel silly for not expecting it. And here's the thing: you know why I didn't expect it to happen? Because I'm used to the fucking Sony <laughs> yeah. ecosystem where everything is so fucking complicated. Mm-hmm. Of like you have to keep paying money because that's how they make money, uh, or and it's just like, damn, damn. I like, liked. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. I was like, it was just damn. Yeah. Yeah, damn. I I liked. Uh, I have a quote that's kind of sticking with me that Spencer said here, um, because he's talking about the growth that's on PC, but he says that they've seen console growth slow down mainly because at some point you've reached everybody on console that wants to subscribe. That statement to me, 
um, is kind of along that same lines of like, we're tired of waiting for you to come to us. Yeah. Of, of like, they, they know who they are and they know where, what their reach is. And I think also in a very wise way, they know when to like, when to shift focus. So yeah. like, like for this, it, it's no longer a huge, like they're, they're, they're kind of just sitting there. It's like, look at this point. If, yeah, if you're going to use it, you're on it. So there's no point in like trying to continue to push adoption. There's no point in continuing to try to like reach out like, hey, do you know about Game Pass? Uh, you can tell just from that. It's like, yeah, we'll probably discuss a price increase, but they're probably moving on. They're probably moving to like the next thing. Like, OK, what's the next thing we can work on? Um, yeah. And I think that's I think I personally think that's a really healthy place to be. Because again, so, that they've also yeah. seen it multiple times. They keep teasing that future of that, uh, um, the cloud device for just games in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Like where there's no console, it's just going to be a device you stream games on. Because that future is coming. Still, it, it's coming. Yeah, uh, Stadia went down. Uh, what was the other one that went down? Um, um anyway, I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But they, they've been going on. It's like, yeah, but it's still coming. That Google failed because Google didn't think they weren't smart. They just had money. Like that that future is coming. That the options are going to be there. It's going to be a certain point of like why. Like it's going to be a very much a real thing of the reason you're still doing first party Sony to the extent people are doing right now. You see so much on the internet is purely out of uh choice. It is purely just preference. It's not even the best deal. Like, if any of my friends were to ask me, who aren't really in the games, they ask me, like, what's the best deal to get my kid or something like that, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell them to go Microsoft. I'm going to tell them to get, a, get an Xbox. I'm going to tell them to get a PC, whatever it is. I'm going to tell them to not worry about getting PlayStation. Because I just, it's just not worth I I think so much about it. Like, the way I grew up, <clears throat> didn't buy a lot of games, but always had the monthly subscription at Blockbuster where it's like, oh, I just go in, I swap out games on the fly. And that was how I played so many. That's why I knew, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm someone who plays all these games. And Game Pass itself has reawakened that part of me to the point now where I'm looking at uh, Sony after being such a PlayStation, uh, like, diehard in the last generation, just being like, oh, yeah. Why? Why? Why is this enough? Why is two games a year enough when I don't even necessarily like them that much? You know? Yeah. And just to end on on this note, because I know we got to move on to the next one. Um, th- when you, it's great to have these two articles next to each other, looking at them, and it reminds you something that you keep saying often. P. Um, Microsoft and Sony are not competitors, and you can tell by putting these two articles together how they're having to handle what you would argue is a similar situation. Mm-hmm. And how how they have to respond so differently um, just really goes to show just like my, Microsoft's on a different level in their in their competitive ring. Like it's gotten to the point where the big thing everyone's always talking about, like, oh, what's happening? What's the deal? What, what, when's it going to be profitable? Are they going to end up giving up on game? It's like, no, they aren't. Now it's profitable. It's they've already gotten to the point now. Like this is a good message to put out there of like. It's such a subtle thing of being like, 
yeah, we really don't care about the console numbers right now. Like, in another article I chose not to cover this week, there is an article breaking out saying they, they lose like $100, $200 every console they sell. But it's worth it to get them in an ecosystem. Because they're just, they're just aiming for the long game. Genius. Like, it's, like it's, just, it's just that simple of like, huh. Yeah, I guess that works. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say the greatest thing ever. I'm trying to dick ride or anything like that. But it's just the simple truth of like, I, I mean, yeah, no. Like, this is just, this is just good business. I don't know mm-hmm. how you work around the fact that it's just good business. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to see, um, you know, no, like, I, I like AAA games. They're, they're nice and everything. Like, it would be cool to see, you know, I guess Xbox have them. But, like, Sony's giving me AAA games, and I don't care about them. So, I just, I just don't have that. It's such a weird mindset to be, like, constantly reanalyzing my mindset of, like, damn, I don't, I don't really think one is, one company better than the other. They're both corporations, so fuck them both. But, like, it's just a big thing of like, huh, huh. This I'm, I'm just in on this ecosystem, and or it's not even that I'm I'm in so much on Microsoft ecosystem. It's that I'm so, I I'm so hesitant, and I don't want to be attached to Sony's ecosystem anymore because it's just not preferable. Right. Wow. All right. And let's hey, let's talk to... about Twitter. Oh, we have to. Um, yeah. So next, the final story: Twitter's paid verification leads to fake accounts for game companies, including Nintendo and Valve. This is Tom Ivan at VGC again? VGC always putting on the work so goddamn much. I've been seeing that more and more often. Like they're taking, they're really getting out there. Goddamn. Um, High-profile individuals and companies, including the likes of Nintendo and Valve, are being impersonated on Twitter following the launch of the service's new paid-for verification system. Prior to Elon Musk's $44 billion acquisition of the platform, Twitter independently verified and awarded certain accounts indicated by a blue checkmark based on them meeting certain requirements. These accounts were deemed to be active, notable, and authentic ones of public interest. But there's now another way for anyone to get verified, which was which has resulted in potentially harmful consequences. The new $7.99, $8 Twitter Blue month subscription service enables anyone to buy or anyone to pay to have the blue check mark on their account without undergoing a review to confirm if they meet the active, notable, and authentic criteria. Musk previously claimed that the new system would act as a deterrent to spammers and scammers, but hours after its rollout on Wednesday, it was also being used to promote untruths. A fake but verified Nintendo of America account recently popped up advertising an unannounced Super Mario Galaxy game. It also published an image of Nintendo's mascot giving the middle finger. Which we will not be putting on show because, you know, uh, kid-friendly, I guess. I don't know, fuck them. Um, a verified Valve account also used the, uh, to was also used to announce Ricochet, Neon Prime, which was billed as the next competitive platform for the company behind Half-Life series, uh, the Half-Life series, and leading on digital games store Steam. While it turned out to be fake, it nevertheless spawned its own thread on popular gaming forum uh, Reset Error before the user identified it as a use and locked it. Um, Elsewhere, a verified Twitch account also retweeted hundreds of times after announcing a new revenue splits Oh, was retweeted 100 times after announcing new revenue uh, splits for creators. 
Others have also used the new system to gain verification status for spoof accounts, for athletes, politicians, Jesus Christ, and even Musk himself. But potentially more worrying for the platform is evidence that the new checkmark system has reportedly been used to unsuccessfully impersonate Twitter and defraud users out of money. In a bid to stop Twitter Blue's relaunch from causing mass confusion over the, which accounts were authentic, Twitter temporarily induced a new measure on Wednesday designed to help users distinguish between blue subscribers and blue checkmarks and accounts that had verified as official ones. An official label, which wasn't available for purchase, was temporarily given to certain accounts, including ones of selected government agencies, commercial companies, major media outlets, and some public figures. Although this system was quickly scrapped after an uh, oh scrapped hours later, we're not currently putting an official label on accounts, but we are aggressively going after impersonators or impersonation and deception. The Twitter support account confirmed on Wednesday. Musk summed up the current situation in a tweet on Wednesday, admitting, "Please note that Twitter will do lots of dumb things in the coming months. We will keep what works and change what doesn't." Where the fuck yes. are we? Ugh. Yes, it will do dumb things in coming months. Um, th this is stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Look, uh, and I was reading the official label too, and all I could think about when I was hearing this official label was, I was like, okay, so they basically sold off the blue check mark, and then created a super blue check mark, which. Honestly, with the, same, with the same icon, like I don't now. Now they've scrapped it, uh, apparently, so it's not a thing. But just to hear that it was considered just really blows my mind. Just to think, like, okay, so there, there's a, there's a segment on here that talks about like why they uh, claimed. Okay, right here, Musk previously claimed that the new system will access deterrent to spammers and scammers. How? In what world? To, uh, it only makes such a, a a system that allows you to look official more accessible. So I don't actually know in what world does that actually deter spammers. And it obviously, it just lets him go after people who make fun of him. Yeah. Well, what it truly does is puts eight dollars a month in their pockets per person. Yeah. Um, which. People who I, don't I understand, think, Twitter is not a, a for-profit group. They're not profitable. They're a social media website. The, by their very nature, they were never designed to be profitable. Musk cannot make money off of this company, period. That's why he's firing everybody. That's why he's trying to make new ways to make money. That's why people are, people are leaving because they know the only real effective way he can make money off of people is by going to more people to sell off your individual data your personal data that you have on Twitter. Otherwise, there is no real way to make money on Twitter that doesn't also ruin experience. Right. Like, and this is this is such a big thing of like, it's going to use the credibility for the sake of like, where else am I going to go? Facebook? Facebook has worse shit than Twitter in terms of moderation. And like, this is going to be a real thing of like, so much of the, the this information we gather for things like the games industry is dependent on word of mouth being spread via uh, Twitter in the way that it is, and also via the methods of, um, like, this is, like, for content creators. So many of them have been, you know, sharing their cohort, their mastodons, all of that, all of this stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, co-host uh, mastodons. 
not even because like they're joking about well or trying to make i'm gonna leave here i don't want to be a part of this blah 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 no it's a matter of like yeah, no, this is all my stuff go ahead and follow it because th this site could literally blow up at any moment and the 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 product the the livelihood they have designed around themselves of like how this is how they promote their stuff it's just going to be gone like nintendo is going to do something about this like you know they're going to do something about this no one knows what but they're not they're not going to be okay with this this has repercussion something happens after this i know you're not posting it up there uh but you did send me the picture you posted it yeah. in in our discord we took a look at it uh and it was so funny and it really does just encapsulate the problem with this system when you have just this. It looks so good. Like it look, it looks real. I'm going to just I'm pulling it up personally just so that I can I can relook at this. But it, it's just the picture it, the, the Nintendo logo. It says Nintendo of America with a check mark. And then if you happen to look at it at Nintendo, what is it? Nintendo doofus like. Or Nintendo of U.S. <laughs> Like, it's genius, some of these assholes out there. Um, and <laughs> how it, this this starts to blur a line where I would actually have a hard time expecting the general population to know that this is fake. Yeah. It like, looks I, so real. Like, even in our own little world right now, not to say that we're big or anything, it's going to be a matter of like, okay, how do we promote the podcasts and everything, the channel and everything? With the fact that, oh, okay, what, what if Twitter does disappear tomorrow because of this fucking idiot? Like, what if it does get malicious? Like, having a Twitter is a real risk to your privacy. We have to go off of it. Like, there's no way to really do promotion like, the, like it is currently on Twitter. There's not a real alternative. Mastodon is technically like a more private server situation anyway, where each person has like their own grouping of what they go ahead and share. They don't really do a whole lot of back and forth necessarily. Uh, Co-host is kind of like just a newer tumblr that you know i'm trying out but it's been like a week i still not allowed to post on there so i don't know what the fuck is happening with that um and so yeah it's just a weird thing i'm like okay like i get people who want to like brag like no i'm not gonna get you know i'm not gonna pay for verification i'd never do that i'm gonna earn it yada yada like motherfucker you don't have any idea how many people's livelihoods are tied to this site as a tool like it is such a big thing and if it goes away like what the what the fuck are we gonna do really because it's it's a big thing of like this is going to change how some information for markets such as the game industry how that is shared like i've been having to follow more people uh, or try to go to their pages directly to see like maybe they have like a newsletter that I can sign up for to make sure I'm still getting this information. Because if this does go tits up, but it's seeming more and more like it will, I, I don't even give a shit about, oh, no, I can't tweet no more, blah, blah, blah. No, it's like a matter of the information I'm used to getting. I need to find a way to reliably get it from these same people another way. Because mm -hmm. soon that information lane is just, it just could be gone, plain and simple. And if we consider it on the other side, too, not even just like from the consumer side or even from like, like, you know, folks like us, like, like those smaller groups, but the bigger group side, think of Nintendo for a second. If we were, mm -hmm. I, they have to already be considering alternatives to Twitter at this point. 
But when you look, when Nintendo looks at this and they go, okay, think about what our image looks like. When people start seeing this and think it's us, I, we, they, they can't, they, they it, arguably, they can't remain on a platform where they could be confused for a troll uh, that could impact their, um, like the way that they come off at any moment. And so then take out a corporation, start talking about individuals, uh, content creators, and uh, personalities and stuff like that. And if someone just makes uh, one that looks just like them and starts posting stuff and the truth blurs even more than it is today, people can't trust Twitter anymore. So they leave. And now you've got all these big people with millions of folks following them. They're gone. Why do I open Twitter tomorrow? Yeah. Like, I'm not seeing it on here, but I saw people who were stating, maybe it was in the moment type of situation where they were all just like stating, like complaining to the official uh, Nintendo Twitter, like, hey, why are my kids seeing this despite looking at my phone and looking up Nintendo? Like, you know, it's coming up with your name, right? If people Google your name, they're seeing the story, they're seeing that image, and they're seeing a uh, Nintendo and the, uh, the word official, or a, like a official trademark next to it you know some kind of official like symbolage on there so like, yeah yeah it's, it's I, I big be, things i would be disappointed to find out there's not already some type of etsy lunchbox with this image imposed on it already <laughs> you know what i told everyone in the last meeting that i wanted to make this year about possibly seeing profit this year hold up i need to go find the 3d printer there you go. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to check out our merch. <laughs> yeah, the official Nintendo merch. Oh, my God. And it's, I just imagined the kids going to school and just seeing that on a lunchbox. Like, Yahoo! Fuck you! Yeah, yeah fuck you! <laughs> so, oh, my it. God. Oh, oh, this is breaking me. I th This is a shit show. Uh, this entire purchase is a shit show, and and Musk knew it. That's why he was trying to get out of the buy. Of the buy. Yeah. He, was, no, he, got, he he didn't yeah. buy Twitter because he wanted to. He got forced to keep his word. Otherwise, he was going to have to go to uh, court and possibly even have larger devalue in his stock because it would have shown how much money he didn't actually have, like to be using. Like he didn't buy Twitter because he could. He got forced into it after yeah. fucking around and finding out. This is a. Yeah. Do I think this is going to ruin Musk? No, I no, think this is just going to ruin. Twitter more than like, you, you know, like not like Twitter more was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, it's it's going it, to he, he's like a bomb that's just going to walk in, explode. And then he's just going to walk back out. Not like what bombs do. That metaphor is breaking apart really quick. But you get what I'm saying. Folks, all I'm saying is nobody's bulletproof. And I'll leave it at that. Um... Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's it for us today. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a hell of a thing to go off on. Um... In the coming week, uh, next week on Tuesday, we meet Ultima once again. And then on Wednesday, actually, uh, because of everyone's schedules have changed a little bit, we will have Weeaboo Trash Talk trying 
without a possible new time at 8 p.m. Central. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe we'll finish before I die of exhaustion. Because <laughs> let me tell you, Minus was not supposed to show back to still do a show tonight after Black Panther, and I've been dying this entire fucking show. That's the whole reason that camera ain't on. I look good right now, but I'm so fucking tired. I have been leaned back in this chair the entire time. Anyway, we will see you next week, folks. Uh, myself and Minus will be here next Thursday. Uh, and after, is it after that? I think, I think we have the following week off. Yeah, after next uh, Thursday, we'll be taking a week off for Thanksgiving, and we will be coming back the week after. So, thank you all for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Love you. Miss you. And goodbye.